Welcome back to the Crime and Conspiracy Show. This is Megan. This is Ciara. And today I will be covering the case of Madeline Allen. girl that went missing here in Utah and this was recent. This was just last month. It was just last month. Yeah. Okay. I remember seeing the news stories and yeah, I didn't realize it was just a month ago. I didn't either, obviously, until I was looking into it more. But I think this is a good case slash story to use kind of as a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear why in a minute. But particularly for teenagers. Yes. This poor thing... So, here's the thing. Since this happened so recently, it is an ongoing investigation. So, I don't have all the details. It's going to be a little different from our usual crime recaps. Mm -hmm. But, I still did want to shed a light on it. And so, as we get updates, we can let you guys know. But for now... I'll just go through what we've got at this point. Yeah, and the updates we have, we will post them on our Instagram. So head on over there and you'll see any updates on cases. Yes, give us a follow. We're at the.ccs.pod. Yes. Okay, let's dive in. Like I said, I don't have a ton of information, so my background information on who this girl is is one sentence. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So her name's Madeline Allen. She was a 19-year-old student at Snow College in Ephraim, Utah. That's all I got. Now, I want to get into our timeline a little bit. Like I said, this happened last month. So this all started on Monday, December 13th. Madeline had been using an instant messaging app called Kick, and she had planned to meet up with one of the men that she had been messaging. Maybe I'm old, but I don't know what that is. (laughs) I've heard of Kick. Never used it. Yeah. But... You and I used different apps kind of similar to this mm-hmm. when we were in college. And I don't think I ever actually ended up meeting anyone from it. I mean, I used Tinder and that's how I met my dear husband. Cuties. <laughs> but it's always a, I mean, I don't think it's like a necessarily a dating one, right? It's like just messaging? I think so. Okay. But. And you just meet random people on it? Yeah. Interesting. Sketchy. Very. And I don't know the details of whether there were a lot of lies involved, if she even Mm -hmm. understood who she was talking to by any means. Okay. Okay. And also a quick question. Yeah. Okay. So she was 19. So she was was just like newly in college then. Yeah. She was young. Yeah. And so probably not making the best decisions. I mean, it's a time in life where you're just figuring things out. But let this be a lesson. Do not go to meet someone you've never met before by yourself, especially in a setting that's not public. Like if you're going to meet someone, say, I will meet you at this restaurant or Mm -hmm. something like that where you're not likely to get into trouble because there's a bunch of people around you. Right. So... Monday, December 13th, we actually have surveillance of her last moments before she went missing. She lived in dorms, and they had cameras at all the entrances, and there's a little video of her leaving her dorm room at 9.22 p.m. Okay. 
And it just is so sad to watch. I just watched a little clip Mm because, I mean, it's just walking out the door. But she's dressed up. She's, like, in her dress with her little coat. It's so, I know. So she's, like, thinking she's going on a date. Yeah, I think she was excited, you know, and just, like, Mm. getting ready to go out, feeling pretty, feeling good, probably a little nervous. And then it just took such a turn and it breaks my heart for her. She also looks. I'll show you a picture in a minute. I've seen a picture. Because I remember when this happened, all of the, like, Utah influencers were posting, like, she's missing, she's missing. Mm-hmm. And She so, looks younger than yeah. 19. Oh, she does look young. By, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we're just old now, so they... <laughs> maybe. So they look younger. But, yeah, she just looks so young Mm -hmm. and uh just as i read through the details it breaks my heart but she leaves her dorm at 9 22 the person that she was chatting with brown picked her up immediately took her phone turned it off and drove her 90 miles to his home in loa utah i was kind of talking to nick a little bit about this because i was reading over it a little bit with you know peeking a little at your (laughs) outline And I was like, where is Loa? I've never even heard oh of gosh, it before. I don't know. But yeah, 90 miles away from Ephraim. Yeah. So, oh yeah. my gosh, that would be so terrifying. I know. What do you even do? Especially if someone's driving fast, you can't bail out the side of the car. And like takes her phone and turns it off. You're panicking. I mean, oh yeah. What are you going to do? Oh, well, that's especially, so that's not, for those who are not local to Utah, that's not like a super populated area. No, Ephraim is very, very small. Yeah, and it's a lot of small town vibes. So yes. it's not like she could have just jumped out and ran to the nearest house. Like, mm-hmm. that could have been miles away. Well, and then there's nothing really in between no. these places. And we looked up the population of Loa because we were curious and it's like 500-something. It's oh very small Oh my gosh, that's there. bananas. Yeah. So from Ephraim to this Loa place I've never heard of, it's all really small. Yeah, so the chance of her getting out, running faster than him. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a little, I don't want to say little girl. Like, I don't mean it in that well, she way. Was but she's a small, small. person. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's very petite. That's terrifying. The next day, December 14th, at 7.20 a.m., he actually let her text her parents. So she was probably like, they're going to freak out if they don't hear from me. you got to let me say something Mm -hmm. or they're going to get suspicious. You're going to get caught. Something to that effect. Again, we don't have all these details. We don't even know where he picked her up from. Yeah. Where they were meeting. But he let her text them. She sends them a text that just says... I love you. And that's it. And then he took it back, took the phone back. Mm -hmm. Now her parents were like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Why would she just randomly say that? Yeah. And honestly, as a parent, if my, well, my little child does that all the time right now, but (laughs) (laughs) if my 19 year old did that, I'd be like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. And that's exactly what her parents thought. So they reach out to the police And it says, Snow College Police Chief Derek Walk said law enforcement agencies, including the San Pete County Sheriff's Office, along with state investigators and the FBI, were assisting in the case. So, they're all working on it. They obtained data from the cell phone towers that are pinging Mm -hmm. that indicated her phone was in Loa at 12.06 a.m. and 7.20 a.m. on December 14th. Now, 
the news is broadcasting about this disappearance. Brown sees it and says he threw her phone away. He told her that he sent it to Arizona so that maybe to freak her out, like, no one will ever find you. Mm. They're looking in Arizona. Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe to get her more dependent on him and more cooperative. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, we don't have all the details, but that's what happened. He threw the phone away and told her it was in Arizona. Meanwhile, he ties her up in his basement <laughs> for, and this was the reason, quote, role play. <gasps> Ew. Mm-hmm. Do we know how old this dude is? 39. Ew. Yep. Ugh. Disgusting. Terrible. I know. So, obviously, she had been raped. He also threatened her that if she wouldn't cooperate, he was going to harm her family and he took her wallet, so he had her license, which had her address. address. Yep. So she's freaking out. I would be freaking out mm-hmm. if someone was threatening my family. Poor thing. And I guess tied her up in the basement, and they said left it long enough that she could access food and a bathroom. Okay. But even still, so I guess she was loosely tied up still. Still. That's ridiculous and freaking traumatizing. So I guess I don't know what the threatening was for if he had tied her up. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) He just seems, I don't know, some of this seems kind of sporadic. Mm Mm-hmm. But at this point, we don't have any additional information for what's going on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The next time we hear about something is Saturday. Okay. The 18th. After being contacted by authorities, Brown put all of her belongings in a suitcase. So it sounds like maybe there was a phone call or something to that Mm -hmm. effect. He got spooked, put all her stuff in a suitcase. I don't know if he was going to ship it somewhere or something. But I'm really curious as to how they tracked him down specifically. Because he chucked the phone in a grocery store garbage can. So it's not like it pinged. It's not like they had it in his home. Yeah. That's interesting. Unless they had surveillance at the grocery store. Maybe. But, I mean, that would be hard too, right? Just waiting. People are throwing things away left and right, I would think. Yeah, that's but some So they didn't say how they found him. No, I do not have any of that information, hmm. which I'm really curious about. But somehow, he's at least a person of interest. They reach out to him. Mm-hmm. He gets freaked out, but they hadn't brought him in, arrested him. Nothing like that had happened at this point. Right. All they did was contact him. And then later, they also found a gun with that suitcase. So I don't know if he was attempting to run away with her or if he was gonna kill her yeah like what his plan was yeah we don't have that information either the details of what he wanted to do and like I said he kind of seemed a little frazzled so I don't know that he even knew seems like he's kind of making it up as he goes along like he didn't initially do something with the phone it's only after other things happened That then triggers him to get rid of the phone, pack up her clothes, do these different things. Yeah, it's almost like it wasn't, like it was kind of planned, but not really in a way. Not planned well, at least. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think he just didn't think ahead. He just knew that he was going to take her home, and that was all he planned out. And then I'm like, okay, well, what was your plan? You thought she would just 
fall in love with you. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. I mean, they're, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. It's obviously, this person has issues. And, Clearly, yeah. he, right, like, did he want her to fall in love with him? Did he want just to, like, take her home? And then, was he planning on killing her? Like, what was the plan, you know? Yeah, I don't understand. And they did meet in that messaging app so I wonder did they have some kind of relationship and he was thinking mm. I'm gonna make this relationship happen in real life yeah I don't know I don't either but it's weird after police contact him eventually they go to his house and through a basement window they see a small person with light colored hair and they were by the window and then they ran out of sight oh yeah so that was, I assume, her being scared because he had threatened her. Right. So they go knock on the door. He answers the door. <laughs> yeah. And says he's home alone, which obviously they just saw her through a basement window. And they obviously didn't know for sure that it was her at that point. Right. But I think you can kind of guess. Well, if he was already a person of interest, they saw someone in a basement window that then runs away. And looks similar to yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm alone. Nobody else is here. And the police are like, can we come in? Can we look around? Like, can mm -hmm. we just come check things out just to make sure we're looking for this girl? And he's like, well, no, I can't really let you do that. This isn't my home. What? Yeah. He said, you need the homeowner's permission. The homeowners were his parents. Okay. So <laughs> did he actually live with his parents at 39 years old? Or is that just what he's saying? I think his parents owned the home, but I don't think they lived there. Okay. So maybe he's like renting Maybe they had him. multiple properties. Yeah, because they weren't there. The police contacted his parents and then got permission to search the home. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they did get permission. So he's... I just don't understand that either. He opens doors like, just me. I mean, I guess if you get the homeowner's permission. Yeah. Like, you're not fighting very hard. You're not like, do you have a warrant? Do you know what I mean? He just doesn't seem like he knows what's going on. It's obvious. Like I said, he has issues, but he's not like a criminal mastermind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what they had talked about. I don't know if he thought she was older or she thought he was younger because I assume that this relationship would not have happened voluntarily. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, in my mind, do you, like, is there a picture of this guy? Because in my mind, I'm literally picturing, like, someone just so gross. And so I imagine that he was catfishing her, you know? That's what I think, too. Like, I have a specific image in my head. Okay, so he looks disgusting. <laughs> gosh it's literally yeah exactly what I imagined he looks like he looks worse than I imagined I at least imagined like a cleaner cut beard and I don't know he doesn't even look remotely hygienic <laughs> which is literally what I pictured yeah like for someone as gross as that to do those things I'm like ugh. I don't understand how people get to that point I don't know it baffles me. But anyway, yeah, he's disgusting. So, so he's disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> police go in, search the house. Like I said, they got the parents' permission to do that. They obviously knew she was in the basement, so they head down there. She was found naked and covered in coal. 
What? He was keeping her in a coal storage area. Which what? who even uses coal? I mean, maybe in small town Loa, I guess. I, I don't know. guess, but yeah. So sad. I know. Oh, it just makes me so sad. Oh, it'd just be awful. Well, and then in a coal storage area, I know it said that she had access to food in a bathroom, but that can't be a comfortable situation. Like, I'm thinking cold storage, cement walls, cement floor, everything awful. Yeah. (sighs) And she was there for how many days? She went out Monday night. Okay. So, all of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, four days. Oh, my god. A gosh. little over. Four days of, like, dealing with all of that. I mean, even one day of I that know. would be horrendous. I this know. poor, poor thing. So, they find her. They obviously arrest Brent Brown. And he told the police that the situation was a kidnapping role play. So, that, like, she was... She was down for it. Not a victim. She was participating is what he's saying. Yep. Oh my gosh. I know. He's freaking disgusting. And we know she was not a willing participant in his disgusting role play. But yeah. Jeez. That's crazy. I know. Thankfully. So they find her. They took her to the hospital just to check for injuries and everything. I don't have any reports on what injuries she ended up with Mm -hmm. I would hope nothing too severe it didn't seem like a huge physical abuse like beating her up kind of thing right more like a sexual abuse kind of thing I will say I'll tell you all his charges in a minute which kind of give us a peek into what might have happened but there is a statement from her parents that I did want to read It says, words cannot express our gratitude for the outpouring of love we have received. We are eternally grateful for Maddie's miraculous return, for everyone who played a role in bringing her home, and for those who are now helping her begin the recovery process. And then they asked for space while the family tries to heal. So I think that's another part of it is they seem to be a little more private, so there's not a ton of information Mm -hmm. that's public yet, which that is fine with me. Totally understandable. But at this point, he's facing felony counts of aggravated kidnapping, rape, object rape, and obstruction of justice. But it is ongoing. At this point, we don't have a verdict. Right. We don't have a sentence. Right. We don't have much information, but she has been reunited with her family. Here's the thing, though. I'm so glad that she was, obviously, but that would be so hard to get past. For everyone, how can she go back out into the world by herself again? As a parent, how would you let her go back out into the world again? I can't even imagine. No. Like, how how terrifying. Mentally traumatic that is. You'd never want to date again. Anyone, ever. Ugh. Yeah. I cannot even... I can't even imagine. And she's just this sweet little naive... I mean, I'm sure she was, like, so excited to go out on this date that she thought was going to be so good with this person that she thought she knew. I know. You can't look at him and tell me that she knew what she was getting. I really don't think so. There's no way. And we don't have that information for sure, but there's no way. Yeah, and I don't know if that information will ever come out. Yeah, we'll just kind of have to play the waiting game. But that's what I have. Cautionary tale. Don't 
go meet people that you don't know mm-hmm. in a compromising situation. I think that situations like this happen more often than we know. Agreed. Whether it be like going on a date and the date takes advantage of you or yeah. you go on a date with a serial killer and you know, it's just... You just never know and it's not worth it. Yeah. And it's so... I mean, like I said, I met my husband on Tinder. <laughs> right. Which, like, it's a little... I guess, you know, it can still be sketchy. Like It you. can. And here's the thing. I think a lot of people meet that way anymore. It's kind of like the only way people meet in yeah. a COVID world. Yeah. But I feel like there's also a smart way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, meeting in public, like yeah. a public place, or having a friend there with you. Yeah, or... do a group date if you can. But mm-hmm. if someone... So I had it for a little while between these relationships I had. And this one guy was like, well, let's go on a hike. Ugh. Like, we can meet at this park and go on a hike. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go on a hike with you alone. I was straight up. Dude, good for you. I feel like when I was dating, like, in between, you know, high school, college, and then yeah. before I met Nick, I was pretty dumb. <laughs> so I probably would have been like, yeah, let's go on a hike. Like, that sounds fun. <laughs> you know me. Hikes. You know me. I'm pretty naive. You are a little naive. I am. And I'm uber paranoid. No, yes. I told him, um, I'm not going to go on a hike with you alone, but if we want to do a group thing, I can do that, or we need to go somewhere, like, in a public place. And then he ended up bailing on me later, which this is funny. This is a funny story. So... He bailed on me. He's like, oh, well, I have to work way. Sorry. And so I told my roommate and she was like, oh, well, I'm going with my boyfriend and like a bunch of his friends mini golfing. Let me just see if he has a friend because a lot of them were already in couples. Let Mm -hmm. me just see if he has a single friend that he can bring and you can just come with us. And I was like, yeah, okay. And it was my now husband. Stop. I didn't even know this story. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So we met that night, went mini golfing, That's and perfect. pretty much hung out every day since, other than I went on a little family trip that same summer. So <laughs> other than that, though, we were together every day. That's hilarious. I know. So it can work out. Look at me and Sierra. I didn't meet <laughs> him on there, but it kind of led to us meeting. Yes. Because so, you didn't go on a hike with Because him. I did not go on a hike alone with, <laughs> with a stranger. stranger. And if his pictures, this guy I was talking to, if his pictures were accurate, he was like a big dude. Like, could have been a big football player or mm. something. I would not have had a chance. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. But that's all. Let us know what you guys think about this one. If you've had any other updates, I scoured the web and I could not find very much information. But I do feel like it's a story worth getting out there. And I also like this one because there's not always a happy ending. And this one has a happy ending. As happy as it could be in this situation. Right. I (laughs) mean, she's with her family. Yeah. She will be okay. Yeah. It doesn't always go that way. Oh, I know. It could have gone in so many directions. Like, she could yeah. have been trafficked. Oh, She could have 100%. been killed. Like, it could have, yeah. Oh, it could have gone so many ways. So, yeah. so good that she was reunited with her family. She's still alive. There's a lot she's going to have to work through, of course. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it is a better ending than most of our stories. <laughs> yeah. So, I kind of wanted to end with, like, a there is some hope kind of story. Yeah. <laughs> but... 
I mean, still, she went through a lot. Poor girl. I know. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the.ccs.pod. And like I said, we will put updates on there. We're hoping to have updates on this case soon. And Gabby yeah. Petito, we want you know updates on that one too. So follow us over there and we'll give any updates on there. Yeah, and give us a follow on Twitter as well. We are the underscore CCS underscore pod. And email us, please, with any cases you guys want us to look into, any conspiracies you want us to look into more. We always love the suggestions. Our email is the.ccs.pod at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can also find all of our past episodes on our website, theccspod.buzzsprout.com. And you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear from you guys. Join us next week. Stay curious. Stay alert. Bye. Bye.